Two birds, two sisters, two daughters, and a lake. Chapter 2 She reached into her breast pocket of her dungarees and pulled out a small wooden box. She flicked it open with her fingernails and took out a small square of cloth. She leaned over and with both hands opened the small wraps of tissue paper to reveal a teardrop of green amber. There was one blue bird to be ringed, so delightfully blue, small, and with that short blue beak typical around here. She'd be following me for days, each and every time I came down here as if wanting to be ringed. Every time I got the mist net out, she was there, wanted to be caught, but never wanting to become entangled within the net. The elder sister turned to her own, and then to the two teenagers, both fascinated and attentive, sprawling on their sides, one looking at her mother, the second looking with fascination at her auntie she hadn't seen in a few years. They all looked similar, she thought. And just before she continued her story, she looked at their fine, well-drawn features, their frowns and smiles, their thick heads of bounteous hair, their lithe and athletic builds, and most of all, their eyes, their eyes that sparkled in jewels and green-blue amber. She stole a glance at her younger sister, more relaxed now than when she had arrived, the years unlike herself having barely left a trace on her face or her full, fit and well-toned body. Yes, she loved her, of course, and yes, with that touch of warm envy that kept her own life in perspective and perhaps made her a little wistful for more. But then it was she who had found the green amber and the secret of Swallow Lake, as it was known locally, and it was she who would continue the story. One day, it was late morning. We had slept in. Our trip back from Buffalo had been late. We had hesitated for too long and decided we would, instead, not stay over with our friends, but drive the two-hour highway journey home. The storm of the late afternoon and early evening had passed. The sky was washed clear of clouds and of pollution, the stars were so close that we wound down the window and tried to see if we couldn't really touch them. On the very distant horizon, the northern lights flickered and turned. We stopped a few times, leaned on the warmth of the motor and hugged each other as the silence opened her heart to our own. She sighed and looked past the girls and over to the lake. We were late back, in the early hours, we slept the next day until ten. I made breakfast for your uncle, your brother, your cousin had gone to school, and I packed up the nets and went down here to the lake. And once again, she was there. She was there as I pulled over, and this time I knew she wanted me to try and hold her still. 